Dudes, what's up? It's Chris from the Bills, dudes. We have a great pod for you today. I'm going to tell you how many points the Bills need to score to win this game on Sunday. Also, Russell Wilson. He'll be league MVP this year. I'm going to tell you why. And you can fully expect Seattle to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So for the Bills, this will be a huge test. I'm going to tell you why this game is so important. You're going to love this pod. Bills, dudes. Dudes, what's up? Pepsi. That's right. Pepsi is the unofficial sponsor of the Bills Dudes podcast, but it's the official drink of the Bills Dudes. We love Pepsi. Pepsi, you're so delicious. Why are you so good? It's just so nice to crack a Pepsi on Sunday at halftime when I'm having my wings, having a diet Pepsi. Sometimes I go cherry Pepsi. Well, maybe I'll put some rum in there, and that's fantastic too. That's okay. Pepsi, you can do so many things with it. You should drink more Pepsi. You probably think you're drinking a lot. You could probably drink a little bit more. Pepsi. Buffalo, Seattle, game day preview. Here we go. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you so much for subscribing. The listeners are going up and up each week. It's gotten crazy since week one. So I thank you so much. People are listening. People are loving it. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you so much for being one of the Bills dudes. And here we go. Let's break this down, okay? Week nine, Bill Seahawks, New Era Field. Let's do this. This is a huge test, okay? This is our this is our second huge test of the season. You want to go against the big dogs. You want to see where you stand, right? So right now, we didn't do that well against Kansas City. That was a dud. Tennessee, that was a weird week. I can't really say that was a fair test of how we're going to do this season and what kind of team we are. Seattle, okay? Seattle is the team that's going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl in Tampa, okay? So the only rematch there's gonna be after this game is the Bills playing Seattle in the Super Bowl, which I think could very well happen, okay? So before I get into this game, I'm gonna lay down some stats for the ladies. All right, here we go, here's some stats. Now Seattle is the elite juggernaut team in the league on offense. Russell Wilson has blossomed into something that you've never seen before. You thought he was good before this year is his best season of all time. He's on his way to securing the NFL MVP award. Yep, that's right, I called it. He's already, his campaign is too strong. You can't stop this guy. I mean, Rodgers, Mahomes, they'll be close in voting, but let me tell you something. Russell Wilson already has this MVP award lockdown. Okay. So let me give you some stats here. So passing yards per game, Seattle is third. They average 307 yards per game. The bills are 11th at 274 rushing yards per game. Seattle is 11th at 125.4. Buffalo is 19th at 108. Now total yards per game. Seattle's first, just what you thought, 432 yards per game. Buffalo is 15th at 382. All right, now let's head over to the defense. This is where I think maybe the Bills have a little bit of an edge or maybe they can compete with Seattle on Sunday. Seattle is last in the league 
in passing yards against per game. They're averaging 358 yards against. So people are throwing for 358 yards against them. That's that's a crazy number. Buffalo's 11th in passing yards per game, 223. So you see the split there. Buffalo's in the upper third. Seattle's a league, league worst, okay? Rushing yards against per game. Seattle's giving up 102, okay? Buffalo, 134.5. A uh, big deal is going into the Seattle game is Seattle's rushing attack. Their running backs are banged up. I believe Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde will be out. You'll have this DJ Dallas guy playing and a couple other guys that are coming in on spot duty. But I don't know how effective that's going to be. I fully expect Russell Wilson to throw the ball all over the field. And now in total yards per game, Seattle gives up the worst yards per game, 460 yards per game, where Buffalo, they're 16th, 358. That's total yards against per game, 358. So the one caveat here, obviously, is Jamal Adams is back, and he's huge. He's a great player. He's probably one of the top 50, top 60 players in the NFL. They use him as a beast back. They use him at the line of scrimmage. He's great at defending the run. He's great at anticipating reads. Um, I expect him to be a menace back there and a force. So Josh, better be on the lookout for this this Adams guy. And that's why I think some of these stats are a little bit misleading with Adams playing and don't forget, Seattle made a wonderful move. A guy that I wanted so bad, they traded for Carlos Dunlop, and he's going to help put some pressure on the quarterback. I feel, I, even though he's 32 years old, I still think he's got it. I would have loved to have him on our team because I think our pass rush has been a little bit underperforming this year. But Carlos Dunlap is going gonna, is gonna rush to the, rush the pocket and rush Josh Allen on Sunday. All right, so let's talk about this game, okay? Bills coming in six and two, Seattle seven and one. They the only game that they lost was that overtime game to Arizona, which was a weird, wild game. And they look like they can just score every time, any time that they want. And their defense hasn't been that great. But like I said, Jamal Adams is coming back, and they've added Carlos Dunlap, who's who's a great player. He's a good player. So what are the Bills going to do on Sunday? Okay. Well, I expect. I fully expect them to still try to pass the ball. Their passing game has been suspect the last four weeks. I think Josh has only thrown two touchdowns maybe since he threw two touchdowns in the Kansas City game, and he hasn't really done anything since. And I talked about this before, what defenses have been doing, and Tennessee laid down the blueprint for this, is Tennessee's been playing a disguised zone coverage. And you know what? I looked at the um, Patriots' defensive coverages, and on, on Sunday – on Sunday, they were playing a lot of dime and a lot of quarter situations. So they had DBs. They had guys all over the field. So they were just daring us to run the ball. And we did a great job. You know, we had, I think, almost 200 yards rushing. So I don't expect Seattle to do that. Seattle will stick with their base defense. So there will be opportunities. What I like to see is in those situations, if they're going to do a soft zone, I'd like to see some quick slants to Cole Beasley. I'd also like to see some rollouts, okay, some play action rollouts. But they're going to have to definitely mix in some running plays, but there are going to be some opportunities down the field for the Bills to score. Like I said, Seattle, let's see what happens with Dunlop and Adams playing in this game together. But I still think there's going to be some opportunities down the field. Now, you remember the last time. So Seattle, I, I think Seattle has the best, one of the best, if not the best offense in the league. And how do the Bills counter that? So you remember against Kansas City, they were basically conceding the run. They were doing the same things that some teams have been doing against Josh Allen is, okay, we'll just rush four, 
and we'll play coverage and then we'll see if you can run on on four people at the line of scrimmage and have our linebackers kind of drop back a little bit and that was effective i mean clyde edwards hilaire had a great game against us now seattle doesn't have a back near ceh's pedigree so the question is will seattle take that will they take the running game and, and hand the ball off a couple of times or will they just say screw it we're just gonna we're just going to keep throwing the ball and see if we can get open. Hopefully we can get some guys behind the safeties. And that's one thing that the Bills have done really well this year. I think they're first in the league in not allowing passes above 20 or 40 yards. And that's one thing they haven't given up. They haven't given up a lot of bombs. They haven't had people getting behind our safeties and getting wide open down the field. So that's a good thing for this team. But let me continue to talk about the offense. So on offense, what we're going to do is, um, if Seattle does continue to pay, play their base, I expect to see Josh Allen, the Josh Allen that you saw in the first four weeks of the season. He's going to be more confident. He's going to throw the ball around. He's going to have some reads there. And I think he's been itching. He's been chopping at the bit to emerge as the guy that we saw the first four weeks. I mean, you remember the first four weeks, right? We were considered Super Bowl contender. It was there was an MVP conversation that was going on between Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was in that conversation. He was throwing for a crazy amount. He's, he only has 16 touchdowns. It's crazy because three weeks ago he was at 14 or something like that. So, yeah, I'd like to see Josh Allen really come out and just kind of take the bull by the horns because you have to be a quarterback in these situations where – he needs to read the defense right. He needs to be a decisive. He needs to make that throw. But this is a game where he needs to take control. He needs to be a problem, whether it's running, whether it's throwing the ball. He's got to step up and do it. I mean, that's what good quarterbacks do. They don't. He's been in a slump. I mean, you can say he's been in a slump, and it's time for him to step up and shine. And hopefully, he does that. And the one per the two people I've been looking at is Felice John Feliciano, who came back from injury. Um, he had a pectoral thing. He played great on Sunday against the Patriots. Now, he had to move over to center because of the Mitch Morris injury, but he was fantastic, and I think he is the engine on that offensive line, which allows us to get more yards down the field and get our running backs to the second level. And you saw that on Sunday. Even though the Patriots were conceding the run, we were able to get chunk yardage plays, 10, 15-yard runs. You saw Singletary do well. You saw Moss do well. And I fully expect that to happen on Sunday with Feliciano back in the lineup. Mitch Morris might be injured, but that didn't really hinder us at all when Feliciano subbed in, played center, played great. So let's see how that goes. The other thing that I'd like to see is I'd like to see some more deep shots. We haven't been doing a lot of deep shots. And, yes, there have been DBs playing, but – uh, Josh Allen hasn't completed a pass of over 20 yards to Steph Diggs, I think, in three weeks. So what I'd like to see is let's take a couple deep shots. You never know. You can get a pass interference penalty. Things can happen. I mean, look at Arizona. They threw the ball over the field. And again, again, I get it. Caveat, Jamal Adams is being back. That could be a problem. But let's take some more shots on the field. Now, you know what a huge fan I am of us not punting, okay? This is 100% the game. We cannot punt more than two times. If we punt more than two times, we will lose. Seattle can move the ball all over the field. Okay? And so let's check out our defense. Our defense is not great. It's not even mediocre. It's in the bottom third of the league, I'd say. And what, what made things even worse is that Matt Milano has been battling a pectoral injury, and he's been put on IR. This came down today. So he's out the next three games. He's out three weeks, okay? And we've upgraded, I think, Deshaun Phillips to the roster. And 
we're in trouble, I think, on our linebacking court. Now, good thing we don't have to play against against somebody with a potent running game, but man, it, it would have been nice. I'm I'm a little bit upset at being in management because it really would have been nice to trade for a linebacker. And trust me, people, trust me, they were giving away linebackers at the trade deadline. Quan Alexander, Avery Williamson, those guys were out there. They were out there to be grabbed. Okay. There were some other linebackers that would have been great depth guys, but let me tell you something. If AJ Klein is going to get a bunch of snaps on the field, we're in trouble because he can't do much. And Tremaine Edmonds, he's battling a shoulder injury. And if he can't have Milano with him on the field, he loses a little bit of his aggressiveness, of his confidence. And if there's one game, Tremaine Edmonds, if there's one game, I need you to just step up and keep Russell in check and mess up that pocket and make some reads and be decisive. It's this game, although I don't anticipate that happening. One of the changes that the Bills have done on defense, which I really like, and I was calling for it weeks ago, is they've been, one, disguising the line of scrimmage. Okay, so they've been making it a little bit tougher for quarterbacks to make a read. Let me tell you something. That's not going to work with Russell Wilson. Okay, that guy can diagnose anything. He can diagnose a sick dog. Okay, and number two, we've been using Jordan Poyer at the line of scrimmage off blitzes. So on third and longs and, and third and eight yards plus, we've been – kind of sneaking Poyer up to line and blitzing him when we've run dime coverage or nickel coverage, and he's been able to put pressure on quarterbacks so they can't. They don't have the time to make that throw. Here's the problem with that. Jordan Poyer is one of our best athletes in the secondary, and I'd rather have him, especially with Russell Wilson, back there. If you're going to blitz somebody, you got to blitz the nickel corner. you got to blitz Tyron Johnson. You have to blitz Dean Marlowe if he's going to be getting more PT with Micah Hyde potentially being out this game. That's what you need to do. And I don't know if that's going to happen because we're going to have to roll our safeties around. Tredavious White is going to have a heck of a time against against Lockett, who's a great receiver. But I, I think White can hold his own. Now, Matt Calf, that dude's a beast. That guy is an alien. He's a freak. He's something that you may never have seen before. I've watched a couple games with him this year, and he looks fantastic. I remember watching in the draft as he kept slipping and slipping and slipping, and I was hoping the Bills would take a chance on him. And Seattle – they took a gamble, and look at him. He's been great. Russell Wilson cannot stop raving about what an amazing receiver DK Metcalf is. And you'll see. You'll see him on Sunday. He's going to make some catches. He can make catches over the top. He's got speed. He's got all the tools. He's got everything. He's a great, great player. He's going to be a great player for years to come in this league. Okay? But, man, I just I don't know how we're going to get enough pressure on Russ, Mr. Unlimited, to force him into bad throws, to force him – to, to make some mistakes. I don't know if you uh, saw the Seattle-Arizona game, but I watched that some highlights from that game again. And towards the end of the game on some of those final drives, Arizona started blitzing. They started blitzing linebackers. They started blitzing um, DBs. And they Seattle couldn't really adjust on that because Russell was in a comfort zone where he was able to just have a three-step drop, five-step drop, and not have anybody coming at him in his face and was able to make the throws. He was a little bit uh, shook. By that, it was a little bit different wrinkle that that the Cardinals put in their their scheme, and and good for them. It did actually force a punt on it, and it did actually kind of win them the game. But you know, this game is kind of come down to our offense. Our offense has to has to step up. We have to score thirty points this game. I know it's a big demand. We haven't scored. Let's see, we scored twenty four last week. We scored eighteen before that. We scored. 17 before that we scored 16 before that that ain't cutting it in this game 30 
I'm asking for 30. I'm asking for no more than two punts to win this game. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be really close. And you know what? It's another, this is another test for, for Sean McDermott. This is, this is, this is a game for him to say, you know what? I can, I can beat the big dogs because so far he hasn't shown us anything, right? He's three and 15 against teams that have made the playoffs. And I don't know what he's going to do this game. I don't know if they're going to, they usually have some kind of a wrinkle, but sometimes if things start going south with this McDermott team against a superior team, they just don't adjust and it keeps going south. I'm wondering who's going to call on defense, whether he's going to pull the hook on Leslie Frazier early, like he did in the other game. But, you know, this is a huge test for McDermott. If you want if you want to hang with the big dogs, if you want to be considered an elite team, this is a game you have to win. You can't just beat up on mediocre teams get in the playoffs and then flame out. This, this is a game that you must have. It's at your place. You have the offensive tools to keep up with this team. I fully expect something to happen where McDermott has a, a fake play, a flea flicker, some kind of receiver pass, something like that, just to put a little bit, a little bit of some, some sauce in this game. But, you know, Bills, t- Bills, man, these guys have to score 30 to win this game, no doubt. Okay, so my prediction in this game is I, I think it's going to go a lot like the Baltimore game last season. I think we we lost that game by eight and we tried to score at the end of the game. And there was just a, a play where uh, Marcus Peters made a great big breakup pass on John Brown. I think it's going to be a similar situation. I think the Seahawks are going to have enough to win this game. It's going to be. 35-31 Seattle, and we're going to be hanging around, hanging around, hanging around, and we're going to try to make a move, and they just don't think we'll have enough because our defense won't be able to make a stop towards the end of the game when we need a stop and need them to punt to get the ball one more time. I don't I don't think we're going to be able to do it, but let's see how it goes. I just, I'm so worried about this defense now. We're just razor thin. We have no depth at linebacker. Micah Hyde has a little bit of concussion issue, and we'll have to see what happens. But, hey, let's keep our heads up. Anything can happen. I don't know if you remember the last time the Bills played Seattle in Buffalo. It was 2008, week one. I'll give you a moment. Think back. It was great. So you cannot forget about the fake field goal pass from Brian Mormon to Ryan Dennehy. It was a 19-yard touchdown. A lot of things happened in this game. We went 34 to 10. Hasselbeck was the quarterback for Seattle. Trent Edwards was our quarterback. Marshawn Lynch had, had 76 yards and a touchdown. Okay. And Roscoe Parrish had, I think, a 60-something yard punt return for a touchdown. So a lot of crazy stuff happened in that game. Will we get all those crazy things this game? Probably not, but that was a, that was one of my most favorite home opener games of all time. It was so fun to watch that game. That's the last time Seattle came to Buffalo 12 years ago, just to give you a, a trip down memory lane. All right, so hang in there. This game's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a nail biter. You're going to be pacing around. Let's hope that the defense can make a play here or there. We are so due for interceptions, man. We are so due for an interception, a pick six, something. We haven't had interceptions all year long. We had a bunch last year. It's got to turn in our favor. The trend has to go towards us. Russell doesn't throw a lot, but hopefully we can get a tip pass or some kind of weird play. We need an interception this game, all right? All right, all right, Bills dudes, be safe. I'm out. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the other side when I talk about the post game. All right.